0: Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast with me, Robbie Musto, and him, Robbie Earl, And this is a midweek Euro pod where we react to the games in European competitions for those Premier League teams. We'll certainly touch on the Europa League, the games on Thursday involving Arsenal and Chelsea. We'll get to Manchester United in the Champions League against Young Boys and Liverpool's loss in France. And we do want to start with positive story and a positive performance right now in Spurs beating Inter Milan 1-0 at Wembley. Now, before we get started, I'd just like to remind everybody that we really want you to go online and to rate and review our show, the Two Robbies Podcast. And in that review, basically tell us whatever's on your mind, whether you're, we're talking too much about your club, not enough about your club, whether the pods are too short, too long, whether in this show we're too harsh on some of our comments, we're too positive. Just tell us exactly what you think, and then we'll have a good idea of what uh, you know the listeners are thinking about our show and our content. And then, of course, it can steer how we do the show in future weeks. So please do that. Okay, Robbie Earl, my friend, mm. Euro action. We always love European football. Magnificent competition in the Champions yep. League. Lots of great stories. And mm. it's a, our chance to, to see the teams in the Premier League that we, we watch and we talk about every week and see how they do against some of the stronger sides in European football. And Inter Milan are one of those strongest teams in European football, uh, in Italian football. And Spurs went in knowing really, Rob, that they had to win the yep. game. It was a late goal in the 80th minute. Christian Erickson was on as a sub uh and smashed it with his left foot into the roof of the net. And I thought mate got a result that they absolutely deserved. Spurs yep. have really got a pep in their stride at the moment.
1: Absolutely. And and I think the key to the game, Rob, um and, and you know, there used to be a phrase go around that that, you know, they're so Spursy, which which is yeah, you know, it's a disrespectful way of saying that this football club, when it matters, when it's really on them, that they don't quite deliver. I think Sir Alex Ferguson once um, called it "squeaky bum time," mm. and 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 that's when you find and they have out been guilty, Robert. People.
0: They have and been guilty in the past. They, they? they
1: have in the past, and that's why the, these things are out there. Rob, I'm of the opinion now the Spurs almost can't wait for squeaky bum time. Like they want the squeaky bum horn to be blown, and it's just like. They're embracing it in a different way. They're finding a way of getting the job done in a different way than we've seen in the past when they were getting criticised. So, whether it's a like Ericsson goal, whether it's a goal from Harry Kane or other sources, as we've seen now, if it's having to dig in a little bit deeper. You know, in in a, in a must-win game at home against an Inter Milan team who we know will be difficult to break down and be well organised, the Spurs team came up with, with a, a, a way of getting the job done. Jan Vertonghen back in the team is another Lift. Mr. Sissoko is like a, the miracle that, 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 that's come to football Rob the, the way that he's been rehabilitated by the manager and all of a sudden it's a Tottenham team that you can start to rely on and let's not, let's not forget where we were seven days ago it was like okay we'll find out about Spurs now Chelsea at home you know, Inter Milan at home and Arsenal away. Two of the three, Rob. They've, they've they've come up and shown us that there's a little bit more steel and backbone to this football club and, and this group of players. And maybe many of many people had said,
0: "Well, well let, let me say this, Rob." And I know where you're going. And of, of course, when you see a performance like this, mm. it, it, it's really positive and really strong. And they did look for the most part in control. Yeah. I just can't. I can't agree with you 100 percent yet. I'm not. I'm not convinced, Rob, because in this competition against PSV mm. and against Inter Milan away from home. They gave up late goals to give up points. Now, I know that's, that's in the past, but it's not far enough in the past that I still don't have a little bit of concern about in certain situations when they've got to manage games, can they do it? They did it in this game. The, game, the goal mm-hmm. came pretty late, which probably helped. Yeah. But I'm not ready yet to say that this team, you know, looks forward to what? the to the cr- to crucial parts in matches because in this competition they've not done it. But listen, credit where credit's due. This last couple of weeks we've seen a different Spurs. Now I don't know, I don't know what's happened at the football club. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether these players, uh, uh, you know, th- again more signing new contracts. Whether the manager have given them some time off or something. They look re-energized. Yep. And it started against Chelsea. It happened again in this match today. It's perfect for the game, of course, um, at the weekend on Sunday yeah, against awesome. Arsenal in that big derby which we'll chat about. Um, but, but this Spurs is the old Spurs, mm. is the high-pressing, the the... the, the the creative, Deli Alli, is looking in great condition. Of course, Trisha Eriksson is a concern. He came on. He's nursing this injury, Uh yeah. we understand, at the moment. But he got the important goal. But this kind of spurs with with players playing with an extra kind of spring in their step is really, really good to see.
1: Yeah, and, and, and listen, I'm not saying that they're over the hill, that they've got this thing sorted. What I'm saying is... This group of players, we've talked about what do they need to do, how are they going to mature. What I'm saying is in recent weeks we've seen signs that there's, there's a bit of maturity, that there's a return to that, that spring in the step, that players looking hmm. fitter, looking happier. And those are the things I'm saying. That You know what? what, what which is, and this is one of my points with Spurs. There seems to be, an, and I'm not necessarily saying you, but there seems to be a thing out there that people don't really like to give Spurs credit. They like to give other teams credit, but they don't like to give spurs. And And I, and I think it's a bit harsh at times on on, on some of the... It's
0: incredibly the... harsh, given given the, the financial situation Correct. compared but, but to it, everybody else. It's
1: a reality of the world, Rob. The, the people like to, to, to bash on spurs and can't wait for things to start going wrong. So, they told you, yeah, they might play a bit of nice football, but when it matters... Well, at the moment, they're showing us, actually, that, that they can sort of get through difficult situations. They can. And now look at the squad now, Rob, and it's starting Mm. to look deep, you know. It's Mm. starting to look like Mm. there's players who can come off the bench who... At one time, we were saying with Spurs, well, their best 11 can maybe go toe-to-toe with the best in the league, but once Mm. you go beyond that... I'm telling you now, you're talking 16, 17 players. Harry Wink's coming in and, and, and playing exceptionally well. Yeah. With, with, with confidence, you've got Lamella, you've got Son, you've got Lucas Moura. Lucas Moura yeah. You know, goals coming from other sources. It's not just about Harry Kane now, and if he doesn't score well, Tottenham, you know, the, the Harry Kane team, as it was as labelled a couple of seasons ago, there's, there's more dimensions, there's more options to this to football club. Um. So I just think Spurs deserve a little bit of credit in a game. What was started off as a tough week so far, uh, two out of two, and I think looking forward uh, to going to the Emmett Stadium and facing their, their big rivals at the weekend.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think Pochettino deserves a lot of credit, Rob. Mm. And mm. I'll tell you what happens in football as well, mate. What do you think about this? Like, when a manager makes a tactical change, okay, and they lose a game or they start off in a different system or a yeah, three at the back yeah, or something yeah, yeah. and they lose. Mm. Everybody's very quick to jump on and say, yeah. look, look at yeah. this. Look, he's yeah. changing things yeah. too much. Mm. You know, made a change and they lost the game. Well, we, we have to tell listeners uh, and explain that a lot of the changes that he makes and they win games, maybe people don't pick up upon. So, so in the middle of this game, in the second half, Spurs go to a four four two diamond. Yeah. Yeah. You know, more people going through the center, more pressure right through that, that the heart of the inter-defense. and it, yeah. And it found a way with the subs to, to to score and to win the game. So lots of times these managers make these changes and it works and nobody talks about it. They yeah. only talk about it when it doesn't work we, and they lose. So There should be a rule, Rob.
1: you you got to get your, your, your comment out before the game, before a ball's <laughs> kicked, and then we'll, we'll come to revisit you based on yeah. what you say because you know what? Yeah. There, w- there wouldn't be too many who, who get it right in, in, in those yeah. circumstances. And I'm totally yeah. with you on, on Potch a little bit. And I, and I just... Almost like, can we have a minute of of, of a little potch loving, really? Because you're thinking about the top six teams and, and, you know, all got ambitions to be up there, all want to get into Champions League, all want to be, you know, at least um, top four winning titles. But when you think of this manager, and and, and I think of Jurgen Klopp and, and, and Pep Guardiola, the top two at the moment, have had their money, have had their time at the football clubs, and they're building the clubs in the manner they want. Now Poch has had the time; we know he's been at the football club, well, but he certainly had nowhere near the kind of money. But in terms of his tactics, in terms of his development of players, in terms of the the the, the product of football that, that these teams play, they've got a diamond Spurs, by the way. Mm. And I'm not sure they always realise. You know, you look at some of the other managers. You, you know, look at Manchester United. What what is happening there, and what kind of football they're playing? I know Unai Emery and Mauricio Sari have had decent starts, but we'll, we'll wait and see how those projects go and where they finish up. But just in terms of what he's done at Spurs and where they are, they've gone from being an in-and-out, maybe, you know, top-six team to being part of the real deal now and playing a style of football and developing top players. You know, sometimes I think Pochettino just deserves a little bit more credit than than maybe he's given.
0: He's been getting criticism, Rob, because they've been in a situation where where it's near they can win. You know, and we've yeah, given yeah. this team a lot of credit and they haven't quite won. They haven't quite got that yeah. trophy. And everybody said, well, all the players are going to go. They're going to, you know, they're going to want to win trophies. And they've been close. They haven't been able to get over the line. And that still exists. Mm. They are a really yeah. good squad yeah. of players. So the credit, of course, the credit goes to how he's done it. But now they're there. Now the fans are saying, "Okay, give us a trophy," because mm. yeah, I know we got it, I know we're the sixth most highest wages. There was a new stat came out wasn't yeah. there this week, Rob? I, I remember tweeting it out. It's the average first team pay, and first uh, is Man United, yeah. at six and a half million pounds. Half then is Man City, then mm. Chelsea, Liverpool, then Arsenal, then Spurs in sixth, like three and a half million pounds. Yeah. So United are almost double. So right there. That shows you in terms of achievement uh, uh, with their budget of what Spurs are doing. They're doing fantastically well. It's just the criticism comes, Rob, when they get so close and don't quite do it. Um, but you've got to remember the finances, the net spend, the salaries, mm-hmm. and they are punching way above their weight. And this was a really good performance. Mm-hmm. It was good to see Spurs playing the way that we know that they can play. Because I think up to this point, we haven't really seen it a lot. Even though, by the way, that they've they've had good results. And I had a look at the results, Rob, just in general. This season, so far, 20 games played, mm. all competitions. They've won 14 out of 20. They've drawn one, just one game. Yeah. And they lost five. Now, the five losses. Liverpool, yeah. Inter Milan away, Barcelona... Manchester City, City yeah. and then the one bad result: Watford away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Watford were doing okay, but that's still a bad result: yeah. Watford away. And the other four. I mean, if you're going to lose games, you know, you kind of expect it to be City, mm. Barcelona, Inter yeah, Man away, team. and yeah. Liverpool. So, so it just shows you they haven't been at their best. Apart from the last couple of weeks. And now I just think the Spurs fans will start to get excited again mm. um, with the way that they're playing. Now getting okay. through this group, yeah. Rob. Ding a ling,
1: ding a ling ding yeah. a ling. End yeah. of loving, like yeah. back to reality. Yeah. You got you've got to go to the new camp yeah. and you've got to get results.
0: Yeah. Difficult.
1: Mm. I They've mean Barcelona yeah. already clinched, already through, mm. might go a little weaker. Yeah. Might the little maestro not play that day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: I, I think they've got a chance of that. I, I really do. Um, they have to, for them to advance Spurs, mm. of course, they have to better or equal Inter yeah. Milan's result. Mm-hmm. Inter Milan are at home against PSV, yeah. who have been yeah. the whipping yeah. boys. One point. One point in the mm. group. So you, you have to think that they win that. So so they've got to win. They've got to yeah. win at Barcelona. And, and as you said, I think with Barcelona done and dusted, even so, it's still tough, isn't it? That's still yeah. a tough ass to go some, there and win. But, huge but hey, ask. the way that they're playing yeah. It's everybody kind of stays fit. And if Eriksson can kind of make sure he gets 100% fit, they've absolutely got a good chance of doing it. Got to go with their
1: energy, haven't they? Their energy mm. and their athleticism might just be able to play out of, of a pace that, that suits Barcelona. If Barcelona get control through the midfield, and that, mm. then it, it could be difficult.
0: Just one, one last thing, Rob. One mm. last player just before we move on. I just forgot about him. I and you mentioned him earlier on. And a player that I really, really like is Harry Winks. Winks, yeah. I thought Winks—he mm. looks so comfortable on he's the ball. Brave he the isn't shot. He, I the just shot think he's brave for a young yeah, he player, wants the ball wants all the ball time. time. He's mind. something a little bit different yeah. for for an English midfield mm. player. We haven't got many in the in the country. Yeah. That that, uh, that can manoeuvre the ball, that's silky on the ball, that wants the ball, that can play forward passes, that can actually beat a player that's got good vision, awareness. Now, Mm -hmm. he's not the most physical, he's not the most quickest player, but I just think that in terms of you saying about the squad being strong, he brings something different as well. Different to Dyer, different to Dembele, different to Deli, different to everybody who could play in the middle of the park, Dembele. Uh, I'd like him. And I think if he's looking sharp, playing every week or most weeks and playing well, that is a really, really positive step for Spurs because I think he could be a star player.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Bashed one off the crossbar as well during yeah, the game. Did, yeah. um, you know, I, I just like the, the way that he's, he's fearless in midfield. Jan Betongen back, I think, is important for him as well. That relationship mm. with Alderell just looks so good. And with Juan um, Fort and Sanchez on the sideline, you know, plenty of options, as we know, if Potts wants to go to a three, which was the way that, you know, they've had plenty of success. Mm. He's going to have um, options with that one. Okay, mate. I think there's... are. Yeah. Uh, Spurs have had a love in today. Yeah, good for Spurs. Let's um, move it to Liverpool. It might not be (coughs) quite so much love for Jurgen Klopp and his men um, who went to Paris who were in need of a a, a decent result and certainly for 45 minutes didn't really, um, I think, didn't really show up at all. Got uh, a penalty that that gave him some hope at half-time. But disappointing for for, for Liverpool and Jurgen Klopp. Disappointing... um, performance what, mm. what worries you most about Liverpool Rob in terms of not quite being at the best I, mem- I remember you said that you saw them at Watford at the, w- uh, the weekend took them a while to get the goal they got the mm. goal mm. again slow starting against decent opposition it's going to cost you mm. <laughs> longer term worries
0: I think, I think the first thing that we have to do Rob or I want to do before we get onto Liverpool's you know their kind of prospects I suppose you've got to give credit to PSG I mean, they were very, very good. They were very, very good. Thomas Tuchel, I think, is a, is a, is a manager that's one of them that's super fired up. Mm. And he did an excellent job in yeah. Germany, of course, first with Mainz and then Dortmund and now at PSG. And when you've got, and I know they've been criticized before under this current coach, but when you've got the quality that PSG have got and you've got the intensity and the desire and the care that was in those players. Mm. I mean, some of the scenes of the defenders, is not it, Thiago Silva? Yeah, Silva, yeah. Uh, Marquinhos, and, and the way that they well, defended. We didn't get this in the first game, defend. Rob, did we? Well, I know we didn't, but this is this game.
1: Absolutely. And
0: this was a, a fired-up, fast, intense, technically brilliant opening 20 minutes, half an hour from PSG, and Liverpool couldn't cope with it. Now, this is a Liverpool that had their, in inverted commas, legs midfield. They had, yeah. they, had, they had the legs. They had Henderson, Wijnaldum, three. and James Milner. And when those three couldn't really stop the midfield players and the front players of PSG that are pretty special, mm. uh, and Veratti I think, is a, yeah. inc- a um... fantastic central midfield player, then I think the first thing I want to do, and we, we should consider, Rob, is just how good PSG were. And into the second half, with those that two goals up, <clears throat> you know, had the, the wherewithal and the spirit and the organisation and the, the passion to see that game out in a in a 2-1 result that they absolutely deserved. And you could see at the end of the game what it meant to the mm. players, the fans, mm. was like they I mean, just won the Champions League final. So, but, you know, we'll but, get on to Liverpool, Rob, but I thought PSG, mate, were bl- blimmin' good.
1: They were good, and, and I think the setup slightly different. It changed a little bit for f- for them. It looked yeah. a little bit like a 4-4-2 to it start 4-4-2, with, 2, pretty and, pretty much, and, yeah. and then, you know, a little bit of a hybrid with, with Neymar going out the side. As you say, the mid- midfield couldn't cope with with the pace and the intensity and the speed. Got played through too many times. I still. I've got my, my, my issues with, with that front three, Robin, in terms of that not sparking. And I'm not saying just from an attacking point of view. I think even defensively, they're not doing as well as they were, which was a help to the midfield in the past. You think of the first game at Anfield, how how hard that front three worked of, of Liverpool. And it doesn't often do do a good job then of assisting the middle three when you've got Henderson, Milner and Wijnaldum, who I mean, were just getting thrown um, pulled all over the place. But... My worry, my, and I hear you and, and and you right tip tip our, yeah. our hats to, to PSG. But I hear that the first thing Jurgen Klopp said after the game is how quickly they uh, PSG started. We weren't ready. Yeah, I heard Virgil van Dijk say the same thing. Come out after after the game and said, you know how quickly they started. We didn't get we did of a thing. And James Milner. So that is is what's the worry that they the. the, the the blueprint that was so good at Anfield that they blew PSG away with, with their speed and intensity mm-hmm. of play mm. never happened away from mm. home. Mm. What? What? How can that be? How can you go to Paris knowing what what's in the other dressing knowing the atmosphere there, and and not almost like not being ready for it in some respects?
0: You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in this kind of direction straight away, Rob, and and it may be a red herring here. Um, but if you think about it all season long have we seen and you tell me if I'm wrong have we seen that high pressing gegenpressness in this season I thought PSG
1: the-, the first game I thought they were they were they were excellent Okay
0: Rob. and any other times in in this Very, season Rob Not
1: not quite at that level no not quite at that level
0: Slyko like Buvach, the guy that's left the football club in April mm, of last yeah. year, you know, the more you read about what he did at the team, and this is not just from journalists, this is from players, it was called the brain, wasn't he, behind yeah. Jurgen Klopp, and they've been together for a very long time, the more you read about him, the more that the, the, the gegenpress and the, the attacking tactics as well came from him. Now, again, I'm not saying that the Jurgen Klopp was not a massive factor in all of this, but without him there, I'm just throwing it to you, Rob. i want to throw it over to you. you know, uh, uh, could they, that's, that's probably mm. the way to, could mm. they be missing that guy in terms of, uh, of making sure that the press is total and it's consistent in games when they, when they want to do it? They can't always do mm. it in every yeah. single game. Yeah. And the, attack, the attacking kind of patterns and flow and chemistry we saw of last year has not been there. Now, that's undisputed. Yeah. It's yeah. not been there. Could he be a reason why Liverpool are not quite as good as last year?
1: He could be, but, but there is an argument Liverpool are better balanced this season. Obviously, the the, mm. the different the, yeah. different the you know unbeaten in the Premier League, looking you know eight clean sheets, only five goals conceded is, is something to be proud of, and maybe the, it's a different Liverpool. Mm. I I I see it. I'm so, I'm sort of looking at it a slightly different way, and it, and it caught my eye yesterday when I was watching the game, and. and the the game initially was built up as like, the you know, who's front three is, is going to destroy their defence? You know, Cavani, Neymar and, and Mbappé, Mane, Firmino and Salah. Well, there was absolutely only one winner on that account. But in terms of what Liverpool front three add to this to the team as well. What you got last year is part of the gang press was in some of the great games, the games they played against Manchester City, that front three, Rob, were as good as a defence, as a star of the press Mm. as they had. And I think from that press and from that intensity and high speed work, they they attacked with that same kind of verb and, 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 and Incision.
0: Well, it helps her attack. It when helps her so attack,
1: high. yeah, and you win it high. But but just that your body's in that like fervid m- mode, roll. Everything's a bit quicker, everything's a bit sharper. I don't think they're doing the, the defensive side as well. Mm. And I think it's it's having an effect. It's having an effect on the midfield, who are mm. having to work harder because they're not getting as much help. The back, the, that front three are not breaking as, as quickly with the sharpness. I mean, we'll talk about, like, like, we'll talk a little bit about uh, Roberto Firmino, who looks a shadow right. of the player who, 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 I, I've who was got, I've who, got him who, underlined five times. Who, who here, was before. And yeah. just in terms of not just his ability to knit the team, his ability positionally, tactical, the way that he helped set everything up and was so integral to it, his job of form has really affected the football club mm, as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, that that's it. That that for me is is the biggest difference, really, in, in terms of individuals. When we look at how yeah. they're playing, I mean, Salah hasn't been the same, but he's still got a, a chunk of goals. I mean, he's still yeah. Yeah. you know he, he ain't that far away. Firmino, I just don't know what's happened. I have no idea what's happened. Whether something in his personal life, I, he I, signed I a big no contract, idea. didn't he?
1: So he, you would think he should be happy. I, I have he no signed idea. A long deal.
0: You know, we were yeah. chatting about it off air, Rob, yeah. earlier on, weren't we? Um, uh, and whether it is a concern you know we know that strikers go out of form a little bit and they can sometimes you know they, they, they lack goals and stuff it, it, it's not as though that the goals are always the thing that you judge Firmino on you judge him on first of all as you said a couple of minutes ago his, his ability to press and to yeah. work hard and to win the ball back and then his movement his understanding his getting on the ball his making space for others to mm-hmm. run in behind him all that kind of chemistry has gone and when I saw him come off yesterday I thought wow it's another game yeah. Firmino has not been involved Has not looked interested Has not affected the game, as we know that he can, Daniel Sturridge came on to replace mm. him in this game. So that has to be a you know, when you can when you think of it. it, it last year, Rob, I think the player that got, of course, Mo Salah was the star guy, yeah. But but rightly so, Roberto Firmino was 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 lauded yeah, at how credit. he set yeah. things up yeah. with his movement,
1: he, and he was space. probably more important than Salah. although yeah. Salah was yeah. getting the goals. Yeah,
0: absolutely right. And if he's not playing then maybe it's no surprise that the front three aren't anywhere near as good as last year. So I think he is the key. Mm. He is the absolute key of Liverpool's attacking players um, finding finding that mojo again and finding that top form. And, and they can certainly do it. Mm. And whether it's just a a, a a little blip in his form, which is affecting the team, obviously, we'll have to wait and see. But I think absolutely right, Rob. We give players a lot of credit when they're doing yeah. a great job. Yeah. Right now, he his... His his, his his drop in form is absolutely affecting the team.
1: And let's move it forward, Rob. Uh, maybe, for, listen, the silver lining for us is that we've got one great night set up on December oh, the 11th at uh, Tamfield Yeah, brilliant. Um, Napoli coming to town. And uh, Liverpool, well, need to beat Napoli 1-0 or by two or more goals. Um depending on on the situation, but this is a Liverpool team that basically have to go for it. It's going to be a full-on Anfield European night. Mm. Yeah, it it is. As uh, things uh, stand, though, just on on the Firmino thing, mm. if things don't improve, do you go with him on that night because of what he's done and, and historically how well he's been? Or might you have to think about an alternative, whether it's an alternative shape, whether it's an alternative personnel? No,
0: a million percent you go with him, Rob. It's uh, too strong in my in mm. my mind of what he's done and what he can do. And I, I'd absolutely play him. Absolutely yeah. play him. Agree and in, and yeah. like you said, I think the atmosphere at Anfield on, yeah. a, on a Champions League yeah. night like that. If that know, doesn't kick th- start. If that doesn't <laughs> kickstart him, I don't know what will. Mm. Um, just just finally on another area of the team, Rob, that I just wanted to, to get your opinion on. I yeah. talked about the midfield of Wijnaldum, mm. Henderson and, and Milner. And it is great in terms of its power, in terms of its physicality. Yeah. But it's not strong on, on, on creativity. No. It, is that an area? If, if we were to look at this squad and this football mm. club, we know they spent a, a lot, a lot of money to yeah. really compete this season. Is that the next piece? Yeah. Or maybe the final piece that can yeah. add something a little different in there?
1: Yeah, we, we've got to fully see what Navigator is gonna gonna bring yeah, it in that guess area. So. He came yeah. on as sub Fabinho again. We've got to mm. give that time, but the, but he's not a creative time. No, Bob, he's, he? he's not that guy. I think that that is the, the 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 guy who can pick a ball up, can see the run. Mm. Can, you know, the Jorginho the the Cesc Fabregas in his time. Yeah, the, the, all, all the Iniesta's and the David Iniest. Silvers Correct, and the technical yeah. guy. You know, yeah, absolutely. Jav, Javi Alonso kind of you know picks his head up, sees a run, picks yeah. you know picks the guy out. That's mm. when they go to the next level but maybe with that guy you lose a little bit of the athleticism yeah. and, the, yeah. and the hard work so you've got, you've got to find the balance there so it, it, it's never easy it's never an either or but I think but if that
0: team yeah. is changing Rob yeah. sorry to interrupt mate T-Galapin, but yeah. it, it, if it isn't going to be the, the gong ho incredible physicality from the middle of the park and it's going to mm. be a bit slower and less pressing and more possession then maybe that team got, yeah. can can afford they'll a different it. sort of player yeah, because the they didn't do it. The PSG, I mean, they had the, the legs midfield in there for Liverpool, and they couldn't really stop them. So yeah. if it is changing, mm-hmm. you know, there isn't maybe an argument. Even to Paul Shaqiri, maybe Paul Shakiri is one yeah. of those three, yeah. and get him to get on the ball because he's fantastic at picking out, you know, clever forward vertical balls into the front players. So maybe that is an idea. But yeah, so I I, th- th- I just think it's somewhere that the team might it might look to to in- improve in-, in the next kind of few months or maybe in the summer. It's
1: a good point, mate. It's a mm. point that's mirrored by... Uh, we put out a, a tweet earlier, actually, just to uh, Liverpool and Spurs fans. And he said, who's feeling better in terms of getting through and actually qualifying for the Champions League knockout stage? And we, we had some great... Great responses. I read a couple from from my side. Uh, PT said, uh, Liverpool have to be feeling better Their Backs are against the wall against a quality Napoli side. They'll need one of those famous Anfield European nights to come on top. I think the Reds feed off the energy of the crowd and get it done. You'll never walk alone. Omar similar to what you said Robin must have said a midfield of Henderson, Wijnaldum oh. and Milner is not good enough mm. it was only, it was almost non-existent against PSG in terms of defending or creating chances mm. Shakiri and Keita may need to oh. start from, from the beginning mm. and Paul Bacco said he really likes Spurs' chances on match day six they seem to be coming together at a great time after mm. all the early uncertainty no doubt getting a result at the new Camp will be tough but this team has shown they can perform when the st- stakes are high come on use Spurs so a few fans out there mirroring the kind mm. of things we, we've been saying and, and optimism for, for both the English teams.
0: Who do you think's got a better chance, Rob? I mean, when you look at it, I, I mean, I. I'd have, have to to Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah, I'd have to say Liverpool. Yeah, I Liverpool, think so. Liverpool at, uh, at home
1: with the, with the crowd, with the advantage, with you know, mm. with the momentum. I mean, you just never know with Barcelona. I w- you you don't want to ever go to gamble at Barcelona and say mm. they might have an off day because they can also have a great day. And in, in in a short spell of time, you know, put your backs against the walls. So. I
0: mean, that that being said, Carlo Ancelotti at Napoli, Rob, is, yeah. is mm. he's such an experienced guy. Mm. I mean, so many, so much success in this competition. Mm. Um, he'll know what it's like, and at also Anfield. could look to
1: pick Liverpool off if they start going gung ho and throwing bodies forward. He, yeah, if they get enough. Yeah,
0: this, it, it, yeah, very, very difficult, but brilliant. I mean, mm. magnificent competition. Uh, match day six is going to be a yeah. fun, fun, particularly for those two football clubs, and uh, yeah, really, really difficult situations for Spurs and Liverpool to get through.
1: Let's go back to match day five. Uh, it was Tuesday. <laughs> it was Old Trafford. It was Man United. It was a one-nil win. It stank the place out. It's Jose Mourinho. <laughs> Oh, where no. you go?
0: Oh no! <laughs> well, I mean, how many times have we seen this? Where the team look awful, look awful, Robin. And come on, um, let's please. let's start on
1: positives. Let, let's start oh. on positives. A win, a win, yeah. yeah. Qualification, yeah. Is that, is that? That's not what you go through. In Jose's telling some people it was a really tough group.
0: <laughs> oh, it's positive? Uh, 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 <laughs> Is that the yeah,
1: and big big so, Maran oh. Fellaini keeps on delivering he's the gift that keeps on giving yeah I mean he's done that to be fair to him
0: yeah I mean he's scored important late scrambly goals <laughs> hmm. um you know are, are you
1: having are you having Maran Fellaini as your number 10 And no, I saw I, no. I saw the lineup no. and I and, and, and I saw Fred and Matic holding mm. and Fellaini in the hole mm. and I'm thinking yeah. mm, not sure this is going to be the the kind of get the ball down play passes through build things through midfield this is a little bit more exactly what you got and and how he gets his goal and why he's been important for teams and will continue to be important because he has an influence in both boxes in, in, in a game.
0: It's just really difficult, Robbie Earl, isn't it, my friend? Because you've got, you got poor Pogba,
1: mm.
0: you know, out the side, dropped. Lukaku, yeah. dropped to the bench. Yeah. Alexis Sanchez, a Not top even player, involved. Not even involved. Yeah. Um, matter on the and, and you can't... I mean, w- we would always say to managers or ask them to drop the star players if they're not playing well. I mean, Mourinho just takes us to another level, doesn't he? I mean... It, You know, he's talked about the lack of heart in certain players, and yet he's dropped these three from the squad. Actually, Rob,
1: I've just heard some news, actually, just from one of our researchers that says Alexis Sanchez actually had a hamstring injury. Right. It kept him out. They might keep him out at at the weekend. Really? Uh, Yeah. um, Wow. Because that
0: was reported... Many many times that he yeah. was just left out of yeah, the squad. Well, okay, well that's fair enough. Mm. So he, yeah, so he's injured. So that's mm. okay. So that's fair enough. Yeah, but but a midfield that has Fellaini instead of Paul Pogba, and that's a tough sell. Yeah. But he comes on. Uh, he, he, Fellaini plays well. He gets his goal. They win the game. Um, but for me, it still doesn't paper over the cracks of so a really poor performance, mm. a real struggle watching them build up, build the play up, and then get into attacking third. And, and look like they're going to create something and it not look like an off the cuff situation where yeah. the players out there don't benefit from synergy or from from chemistry combinations yeah. to, to make things work. It's just a matter of go on then Lingard or go on then Martial, go on then Fellaini or anybody, Rashford to try and make something happen on their own. So another example of that for me, Rob, another example of somehow Mourinho, Mourinho finding a way to win the game late, mm-hmm. um, qualifying for the next round, which is, he tells us is, yeah. is what he always does. Um, so it, it ended up being a satisfactory outcome. But even the, the local pundits, the former United players yeah, in the saying, UK, yeah. you, know, you see the videos of their reaction mm-hmm. and it's like, wow, this is not good. This is just not good to watch where is this leading to? Where's the improvement? It, it, it still, it still for me, looks like a situation where Jose Muno will limp on with some performances, mm. some results. And as long as they're in this competition, Rob, and in, 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 still in the well, Champions League in February, he is going to be there. it will be okay, Rob, be but
1: if they drop out of, of top four contention, listen, I'll tell you now, I guarantee you, I I can imagine every qualified team in the Champions League looking at Man United and saying, mm, "I'll I'll take them over two games." Well, I mean, they're not to be feared anymore. Mm. And if the moment they drop out, and if they drop, if the distance gets to to the top four, which is a, is a, as big an issue, then I think he's got problems. And and I totally agree with you. I mean, as as many of the ex players were saying, it, it doesn't give them. It doesn't please them to be in this position where yeah. they're, they're totally criticising. It's just a hard watch, Robin. do you know what? I, I kind of feel, and, and, and you, you might want to write this I feel a bit sorry for Jose Mourinho. Let, let, me, let, me, let me just go yeah. on, on record. Okay. Why I feel a little bit so, sorry is yeah. he won a game. He's got through the knockout stages. You can have whatever issue about the group and, and, and whatever. He, he's done what's required. Yet Jose Mourinho, as Manchester United manager... Is never going to get praise because when he when he wins the style of football that gets them to the win is not going to be appreciated because it's not going to be what Manchester United want. And apart from that, he's, he's going to get hammered every week. So he's almost in a position where Jose Mourinho's Manchester manager, Manchester United manager, is never going to get pats on the back. Well,
0: I don't know about that, Rob. I don't know about that. Well, well, how is it? If he wins, if if he he, wins titles, Premier League titles, and he he wins champions, you you can't, even if he stinks the place up every week, if he brings trophies, he will get pats on the back. Sorry,
1: sorry. You make a very good point. If he wins titles. Do you you see Jose Mourinho with this way of playing winning titles? Right there. No, I've got, uh, of course he, he I not He isn't going to win titles. But during,
0: you can't during... say that he wouldn't get credit if, oh. he, if he did. You're sort of saying he's never going to be able to win there
1: and get the credit from everybody. He's not going get he get cre- to he, he, get the credit. He'll, ne- he'll never get the credit that other managers will get in, in, in whether they won it at Manchester United or elsewhere. He'll never get the Pep Guardiola. He'll never get the Pochettino if he won it. He'll never get the Klopp if he won it. And by the way, yeah. those these people haven't won. But they get more credit than him winning less because of what they're doing and the way they're doing it.
0: I'll tell you what I think. You know, you said you you, you feel sorry for Jose Mourinho. And, uh, okay, so let me give you an angle on, on where I feel a little bit sorry for him. I feel a bit sorry for him that that he can't... He, he hasn't got the, the the aptitude as a manager... to 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 make this team successful. He his history is turning Pretty good, really good teams into champions he turns that mentality onto a winning mentality you know Inter Milan they won, the, they won the Serie A title but they mm-hmm. couldn't win the Champions League he did it you know he found a way in, in Spain to, to, to get through and to beat that Barcelona team the Pep's Barca team to a league title you know Chelsea he took a good side that I think Ranieri had mm-hmm. took him into winners this for me has confirmed that this, this, this job is too much for him he can't do this there's too much work that's needed there's too much development, there's too much educating of players of buying not just three or four that he's done before to win, but he probably needs more than that. He can't do this job. This job is too hard for Jose Mourinho, given what he's done, what he's been incredibly successful at, and when he gives you all the numbers, absolutely true and, and respect, that's what he's done. This job is too hard for him, Rob. Are you it's saying more this of a transition, hmm. it's more of a it's more of a a, 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 tran- a slow kind of change and morphing into a new man united. And he can't, from the state that he got it in, he can't improve it, improve individuals to get everybody at Old Trafford to believe this is a new Man United that you're going to be proud of.
1: But, but this group of players, and, and, and I agree with, with what you're saying, but this, you, you're basing that on this group of players playing the way they play for Jose Mourinho on Tuesday night. This is a quality. This has a quality group of uh, around, around it, Rob. So you're saying, he, you're saying this saying, really is I'm, close I'm, to what his is other I'm, jobs? I'm, I'm, I'm saying this. is some ways, is, I agree. Is, There's is a lot is failing. of he, he's failing. You've got Alexis Sanchez. You've got Marcus Rashford. You've got Anthony Martial. You've got Romelu Lukaku as a, as a front four. You've got Paul Pogba, one of the most expensive players in world football. You've got Nemanja Matic, who knows how to win titles. You got a back four. Take your pick between Lindelof, Bailly, Smalling, which he brought, and Jones, which you bought. You got Luke Shaw as a left back. You have got the best goalkeeper in the world, and you can mm. find a, a right back between Darmian, yeah. Young, yeah. and Valencia. So
0: you're being yeah. even more critical, Rob. You're saying, I, I, you know I'm what saying what You're a, saying he, he, he ain't doing be. his job.
1: He ain't doing yeah. his job because there's, there's enough there. there. There might not be enough there to win a title by 19 points or 10 points. Mm. There's enough there to be challenging. Yeah. And, and well, this, guy, yeah. this, this guy This guy Ain't doing it And the thing about him Rob When he's asked In interview after He keeps on telling us How good he was In the past First of all Let me send a message To my lovers And say that uh, I played Champions League For 14 years And I qualified 14 times um, And the year where uh, The two years Where I didn't play Champions League I won the Europa League twice So in 16 years 14 times I qualify, and twice I play Europa League and I won. Just a little curiosity for my lovers and the lovers of the stats.
0: You're a lover, you're a Jose lover, you're a lover of stats.
1: Does he there know, go, Does so he know? I won the under-10s, I won the under-12s, and we were runners-up in the under-14s trophy? I mean, come on, Jose.
0: He's really? brilliant, isn't he? Aww. He's brilliant. Aww, he's, he's really, I mean, he's the most entertaining I mean, manager. Box office.
1: I mean, it's just fantastic.
0: I mean, I mean we, we <laughs> criticise him and stuff, but he has I got. Love him, I love mean, him his, his blooming his ability to fight and his pride that he will not be ill, not be criticised. It's amazing. So, but but that you know that 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 adds to the point. We know he's done it before with yeah. teams that are really good. Yeah. I'm saying that well, actually, probably this club, this team needs needs. You know, a lot more work and development mm. to get to that point. You're mm. actually saying, "Well, actually, Rob, you, you're yeah. wrong because they are really good. They there's were second players, last year, there, by the way. Yeah, I know there is. I know there's, there good, I know there's good, good players there. Club. But there's no sign of improvement, Rob. Where are we with that? Where, where, where
1: are, are we? Where are we with his, his 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 mentality? Where are we with 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 his where he wants to be, his happiness and his job and his work and the way he's doing things, Rob? Let, let's just go. And, and I know it's a little microcosm of, of the, the water bottles and the celebration. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do, does that well, tell you, a, is a that part of an angry man? Is that somebody who's, who's unfulfilled? It's almost like it, it, the expression just comes out in, in, in that way. Well,
0: it's a, there's a couple of things here. There's two things that we got we got to pair together, Rob. There's the reaction and this has got a lot of headlines and a lot of yeah. mixed debate on, on on how bad this was when Marcus Rashford went through yes, in the first yeah. 10 minutes and mm. he missed a good opportunity and Mourinho turned round to his bench and the fans yeah. in the home the main stand oh, there to the fans and yeah. put his open palms up as yeah. like, as almost to say sh- like yeah. what, what you know what what, what can, I, can do I do about do that, about that? Mm. I thought it looked really bad. I, I know not. Gary Lineker, the big yeah. personality in the UK, thought it was sh- was was abysmal, was was He shocking. said
1: if I was a striker and he did that to me, I'd be having words with him after.
0: Right, yeah. And, but, and, and yet others mm. say, you know what? M- managers have emotions and yeah. there's always a reaction to things like that. So mm. I'm more on... That was really poor. I didn't like That's it. That's really poor. I-, I
1: tweeted out I didn't like it. Yeah. And listen... It, I I get that people, and and people said that, you know, when Pep does it, it's good management or something, or if Klopp does it. And I wanted to just bring a little point up, just so people may get a a little bit better understanding of why I didn't like it. And and it's about your relationship with your manager. And if you've got that kind of relationship with your manager where, where you 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 know, he's in arms over, you're close in that, I think something done or said in in a different way is taken differently. It's like, if I call you a donut, which you often are most of the time, we'll have a laugh about it in that. If somebody walking down the street says, oh, you must owe your donut, you take it in a different way because the relationship's different. And and, and, and the relationship with, with Marcus Rashford and, and uh, Jose Mourinho... It, is, I wouldn't say strained, but it's very much a manager's up there and the player's down there. And, and every time Marcus Rashford does something, you catch his eyes looking at the touchline as if he just needs that, that confidence. So when he sees something like Marino turning back almost to the crowd, like, look, what can I do? That, that hurts, that breaks th- those I, I, relationships.
0: Absolutely breaks it. And, and again, I follow on it and why I didn't like it. As a young player, mate, and we both know mm. what it's like at the beginning, you, and, yeah. and I can imagine for, for this times oh. ten for, not, for a Not young at Man United. At Man United, yeah. right? You are, you are as nervous absolutely. and as anxious mm. about the way that the fans see you,
1: correct?
0: And and, and have an opinion about your mm. game and what you're like. It's really massive
1: insecurities,
0: isn't it? Massive insecurities correct. for young players. And correct. when there's a boo, mm. you, don't, you hear don't, it, you feel you it, feel you, you know. absolutely hear it mm. and you feel it. Don't let anybody tell you any other way. Now, absolutely. when you're a young player and you've got your manager. Turning to the, those people that you are super insecure with, but you're anxious that mm-hmm. they they like you and you want to be a favourite. You want them, and you've got him saying, "Look at this guy. That's what I've got to deal with." Now, now of course, he didn't say that, but that's the gesture. Yeah, I yeah. took it. Can you imagine what what Marcus Rashford must feel like when he's mm-hmm. trying to get he's trying to build a bond with those fans mm-hmm. that that he wants to be you know a, a, an admired player at the club, and a manager gives that amount of disrespect. Wow. I, I think that's, that takes a lot of repair needed, you know, from a yeah. player, a young player to a manager to say, hang on a minute, Gaffer, you're meant to be helping me here, by the way. Don't express to the fans how poor I am in terms of scoring and goals. And that
1: takes me back a little bit to the point where you say about the quality of player and that. Marcus Rashford, confident, scores that goal. <laughs> mm. And What well, about the, the next time th-
0: he goes through, Rob? It yeah, goes through his mind. Yeah, What's the matter? You know, what, the fans yeah, are going and you tighten up misses, a little bit. And they, you they don't boo. Relax. And maybe they boo. And they're like, you know what, Mourinho? Yeah, he, you know, the, yeah, Mourinho's right. He can't finish. I mean, it's, it's just. Oh, well, what?
1: What about the poor water bottles as well? Getting body <laughs> slammed on the side. I mean, come on, they're just there for rehydration, and they're getting body slammed. Yeah, I mean, that's not a good look, is it? I mean, I get,
0: I get emotion and all that, but that's mm. that's mm. not that that's not the behaviour you'd expect of 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 any manager let alone the Manchester United manager so again it, it may be we're being too harsh and listeners can, can yep. review us and say that yeah um, some, some feel we're being harsh think, but, but that's important that, that there's no way say. that we're going to shy away from no. huge stories huge things that happens at that football club and with that manager that we have to talk about mm. um, even though they qualified yeah. they won the game against mm. the young boys of Bern okay. um, and they're through to play Champions League football in February but uh, wow what another night it was at, at Old Trafford
1: yeah, and the other club in Manchester didn't have a particularly great night in, in Europe themselves. Got a 2-2 draw with Lyon in, in the end. Uh, had a difficult time with Lyon in the two games. I think two goals mm. he conceded mm. in both those up. matches. It's um, like different formation set up um, for, for Pep. He, he went with the, quite a normal back for Zinchenko, came in, played Raheem Sterling as like a the, an auxiliary midfield player yeah, with Fernandinho and Silva. And then yeah. he had Marez on the right-hand side, yeah. Sané on the left, and Aguero. Yeah. Um Which I don't know whether he thought they'd have enough possession that Sterling would get enough ball, and and, and yeah. that wasn't a problem. It's slightly yeah. different for him to to play one of those attacking players in the, in that yeah. position.
0: I mean, and I guess at two two it, it didn't yeah. didn't work out great, mm. but I mean, I you don't mind it, dear. I mean, one holding no, player, David Silver and Sterling ball. in your midfield, you he know, was, and he that's that's where they yeah. yeah, and that's how they're different to Liverpool, mm. where they have three very much midfield generals. There's only one midfield general there, and that's Fernandinho. Fernandino, yes. Yeah. Sterling mm. and David Silva. And Zinchenko popped into midfield yeah. alongside Fernandinho to allow Sterling to get a little bit higher up. Um, yeah, Sanai on one side, Mara's on the other side. I mean, it's a strong squad, Rob. And, and I know it wasn't a brilliant night for them, um, but they are still mm. favourites of the Champions League. Yeah. And I think, you know, when, when we could sort of consider how worried we should be and their chances to win the competition, the bookies, well, I guess the UK bookies have them as favourites. Yeah, And I think up to this point, um, in terms of the favourites of what we've seen so far, Rob, I think City have to be there as, as, as one of the yeah. favourites, probably alongside Juventus. Juventus look, mm. you know, I know they've had a, a blip or two, but but for the most part, powerful, attacking, creative. I think Juve look really, really good, along with Man City. Yeah. Um, anybody else that you, you chuck into there? Can Barça? Boss,
1: boss, turn have on? one, I've, got, I've got one. I've like, got one. night kind of chaos that can, that can give you all kinds of problems. So you, you'd never want them. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, I think it's almost with City. It's a little bit like you know, took them a while to to win titles, and they've won you know they've won titles now. They've almost got to start believing in themselves a little bit. They're they're the big boys in Europe now, they, mm-hmm. they you know, mm-hmm. and they've got to start believing that they can go to places and hurt people with with with, with their goals and keep possession as they do in the Premier League, and, and 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 get get you know get this trophy won that they're so desperate to to. To land, so it's, prob- um, it's
0: probably as open, there, Robert Champions League that yeah, we've seen with Bayern yeah, Munich, the true, way they're playing, Barcelona, haven't been brilliant. Real Madrid are struggling, you know. It is really it, open, it's really open there for some. It's for a new bit team. like the
1: year that Leicester won, won, won the title, everybody yeah. else is not yeah. quite where they should be or feel they should be, and it might just open the door for one of those lesser teams to um, to come through. But no, I think Manchester Manchester City still will be one of the yeah. those we don't want to face when we get to knockout yeah. stages,
0: yeah, absolutely. So should we move on to the Europa League, Rob, my friend? Are we, um, mm. Do we? We At have that to? point, yeah. I mean, it's pretty, um, pretty standard stuff uh, today yeah. in the Arsenal Europa League. Arsenal
1: one, three, three and a half. lots of changes. Four, I
0: mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's uh, Hudson Adoy score for Chelsea, which is interesting. I think he looked brilliant in pre-season yeah, for Chelsea. Yeah, hasn't really. I think it's his first start, Hudson Adoy. So uh, one Joe thing Willoughb Chelsea don't do Arsenal. so much is it, get
1: get young players through. No. It, it's it's not something that that's happened yeah. in, in the Abramovich era, you know. Probably yeah. the one thing you, you would sort of say they could do with addressing. Yeah. Yeah, the and academy. it's gonna
0: be interesting with Chelsea now, Rob, isn't it, with the debate about midfield and mm. Kante and mm. everybody else and Sessegnon played in this one and Morata yeah. came on and scored. So he's got lots of things to figure out. He has said in the week, hasn't he? That, that no, his holding midfield player is Jorginho, mm. and if it's not Jorginho, it will be Ses Fabregas. That's the way that he does things. Mm. He did say, just as a note uh, in an interview that I read, that, that N'Golo Cante was too far forward. He, he's, yeah. When the ball's on the, the yeah. left side, he's got to be almost alongside Absolutely. Jorginho to help yeah. him defensively, yeah. and that makes a lot of sense. And mm-hmm. that, that is a way that it, it's a it better can, way to play, him, It can it? be better, that yeah. you get get the best out of uh, and cante Kanté. So I, I'm not. I'm not one of those that's screaming the, the, the house down on the first defeat for Chelsea but that they Eugenio. jumped straight on to Jorginho. Mm. And mm. it's no, you, how they're not playing Kanté. And lots mm. have done that. Um, I still think that his way of playing is his way of playing. Yeah. And it's important, of course, for Angola Kanté at times when he can to get absolutely alongside mm. him to protect. And he's done that in in in, in parts this season. But it's certainly. In their last league game, you know, it it wasn't how it it should have been, and they struggled badly with it. But uh, Yeah. yeah, so I think we're going to see the same the same shape from them.
1: Yeah, and I, I'm not one of them actually who thinks that, you know, Jorginho out Kante in that role because I don't think Kante's that player. No, I don't think no. he's that footballing passing. I think he's no. a different N- not game. Not this he manager. Actually, no, not, not for the this way manager. they play and the, he, the way he sets up. Yeah. Kante's, Kante's better when you ha- when the team haven't got the ball and, and he's great at winning back or giving you protection when he's there. Let's move this one on, Robert, because obviously it yeah. was, was, was a pretty straightforward victory for, for both the teams in Europa League. Yeah, Chelsea, got at Chelsea, place, at yeah. Fulham, Chelsea at Fulham on Sunday. We've got, we've got three great derbies coming up. Chelsea B. Fulham the first one 6.30am kickoff on oh, Eastern Time do you think we'll, we'll see much change in, in the midfield might he, might he start to think about getting Kante a little bit deeper maybe give Kovacic a little bit more license to get forward
0: uh, I don't think we'll see any change right now no. I don't think we'll see any change i tell you what there might be a change there might be a change up front there might be a change up front Giroud, Giroud scored oh, with a couple yeah. of goals
1: he might he might might have got just one off for... the bench by the way still keeps his eye yeah on. It, Still not sure.
0: That that's what's you know another talk is about it's about the midfield and all mm. that and I get that and there's there's certainly some validity to that yeah. it's the striker at Chelsea mm. it's why they're not pushing on it's the striker it just is they got I mean Azard you remember Rob a few weeks ago Azard was scoring goals yeah, and the manager yeah. saying he should be getting 40 yeah, goals seven and I think we I think we rolled a bit of, uh, of um, data and fact out he's never been that guy no. Ed Azard yeah. and he had a brilliant start and he will get a fair chunk of goals yeah, 15, but he can't be yeah. your 20 he, yeah, he won't course. get 20 goals mm. he won't get 20 Premier League goals and you need that guy if you're talking about Chelsea competing at the very top of the Premier League they need that striker yeah. and as long as they haven't got him people might point at other things that the manager's done or how he sets up defensively David Louise and everybody else mm. you need a striker you need a striker um, I mean against Fulham yes it's a West London derby uh, and you think that uh, Claudio Ranieri is going to have them defensively yeah, set up against old mean, team, it, yeah. it, this game the best result for Fulham is nil-nil. And we've seen this with Chelsea where they're a little bit slow
1: yeah.
0: and Fulham get behind the ball and it, the time goes on and on and on and on. And they don't create anything. That That's what could happen in this game. It could be a nil-nil because Chelsea sometimes play that slowly that allows opponents to get behind the ball. Mm. but. Yeah, Big we'll
1: Mitrovic might get amongst them a little bit. Could yeah, maybe Andre Shirley against former team, former, maybe few, few former teammates, yeah. um, and then Claudio Ranieri going back. So there's a couple mm. of a couple of storylines on that one, but you do expect Chelsea to get get the job done, mm. uh, responding from that first defeat last season last week against Spurs. Mm. Arsenal, Tottenham, Robbie Musto, looks mouth watering. Looks beauty. Looks yeah, it looks mouth um, Two teams in in, in decent shape. Good positions in the table. Um, Tottenham just above Arsenal at the moment. Unai Emery, um, I think many people impressed with with what he's doing, the way he's doing it. Uh, left um, Mesut Ozil out the team last weekend. Just said that it wasn't right place for him. Then wasn't involved in Europa League this week, so you get the sense he will be playing against Spurs at the weekend. and Ramsey, hard line with him. He plays in Europa League football. It looks as though Unai Emery said. If you're going to stay, it's going to be on my terms, which is very different from um, the Arsenal under Arsene Wenger. And they play a Spurs team who are in good nick, who are in good confidence, and probably will mm. come and, and believe they can get all three points.
0: You know what? It's, it's, it's fascinatingly even for me, because mm. I think Spurs are better than Arsenal this season. I think Spurs mm. will finish above them. I think the team, I think they are better. Now, Chelsea at home last Saturday, mm. inter, inter at home on Wednesday, you know... We've talked about their squad, Rob, but, and there's been a little bit of changes, but but yeah. they're two tough games, mm. you know. And Arsenal have a have a game in, in uh, tonight yeah. in the Europa League that there's I think there's ten, 10 changes. Yeah, so given player. that, mm. given that kind of difference in rest, yeah. that, for me it makes it really even.
1: It's really yeah. really slightly even fancy Arsenal because of that reason. Yeah, well, yeah.
0: I, if if Pochettino can make some changes and maybe Ericsson can start bit. in this game, freshen yeah. up a little bit and, and start players that didn't. Didn't start um, again. Does he bring
1: we, uh, one Voigt back into the team? Vatongen played. I, th- I,
0: mean? I don't think Voigt, should, Voigt. No, I mean I don't know what condition Vatongen's mm, in. Yeah, but Vatongen totally and Rail is a lot better than Voigt being in the side as well. So. I don't know, uh, Eric Dyer. I think will play Rob because he didn't. He was on the bench. bench yeah, he was on um, the bench. Ericsson, Deli should be okay to go mm. again. Kane will go again. He's got Son, Son uh, Lamella, yeah. Moore that more have of kind of. They, they have mixed up their time a little bit. Son it's, started it's the last so league game. So the, mm. there's been a little bit of rotation. It's just
1: yeah. It's interesting the shape as mixed. well that, it, that he goes with. You know, whether he yeah. goes with his diamond and two up top yeah. or goes with his four yeah. two three one.
0: Yeah, he, 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 I mean, he changes yeah. in game and for different games. I don't know what how he decides i just don't but mm. but sometimes it's 4231 yeah. sometimes it's 442 with a diamond you know it started in in uh, Champions League and then yeah. went back to the diamond so fascinating fascinating mm. game you know and, and whether you know will will the manager Unai Emery Rob stick to a 3 at the back i mean that that's very different that he did in his last home game uh, last league game against Bournemouth yeah. with three center backs and you know those Iwobi and Mkhitaryan in behind Aubameyang so mm. they both got choices. They've both got tactical decisions to make. It is going to be a brilliant, brilliant game. This North London derby has always been a fantastic uh, derby match. Arsenal, of course, uh, have have done brilliantly well recently. Yeah, Yeah, but uh, yeah, it should be a great game.
1: Yeah, and then we we finish off the the day with Liverpool v Everton, and and this one I think is, is a really interesting game. It's an Everton team, Rob, who maybe going back to the Moyes or probably the very best of Martinez, are in Probably as good as Nick as I've seen for a little while.
0: No, they they are. And I think we both agree that we're seeing now that the manager's good. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of talk about Marco Silver. And I think you pointed out a few times hang on a minute, you know, he's got a really good job here. Yeah. Yeah. Is he really done enough in his previous Premier League jobs to to, to warrant this sort of job and the the anticipation, expectation of doing really well? And he's doing it. Mm. He's settled this team right down. The signings have been good. They've, they're playing. they're playing, not yeah, like this time last year. Yeri yeah. Mina now is fit mm-hmm. again, playing alongside Michael Keane. Who yeah. the uh, you know relatively new signings, Seamus Coleman, obviously a very good right back, and, and Lucas Digne is an excellent left back. Gomez in midfield, Gomez, yeah. Bernard's starting to get comfortable mm-hmm. on the left hand side. Richarlison, that that I hold my hands up, I thought that was a lot of money for a player you know coming from Watford that hadn't been consistent. But he looks to be a brilliant signing, whether he's wide or as a striker. Sigurdsson yeah. playing in the hole. It's a settled team that looks, looks happy that's got some patterns going mm. and have got have got confidence uh, they won again on Saturday it was yep. brilliant against Cardiff but they found a way to win the game this should be given Liverpool's recent match as well yeah. tough matches they've had yeah
1: just had a week's rest close. as well haven't you we, a week on the training yeah. ground I think you know you can get your, your tactics right you get your energy levels right you can go and, and really give it a good go that said it's a derby it's Liverpool at home you'd expect Anfield to be up for it I just mm. think that might kickstart Liverpool a little bit into a little bit of form and a little mm. bit of of pace and intensity that's been missing over the last few weeks, despite but, but the, them is, getting the goals.
0: Could this be the 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 closest merger site? Have Everton yeah, got a better I, I chance now saying, than yeah, they've yeah, had for, yeah, for, quite for quite a for, few? For years. Quite
1: some time, I'd say. Going back to one, the Moyes kind of you knew what you're getting. Tim Cahill kind mm. of, of team that were mm. difficult to play against. I, I think so, and I think they can go and enjoy a bit of ball. I look at the front four players. Talked about Bernard Sigurdsson, Richarlison, and, and, and Walcott. If they have days, you've got pace one side, cleverness on the other. Sigerson's enjoying his football, and Charleston is a player who, who can cause them problems with his size and his movement. So um, this, this is it's a good test. Looking, really looking forward to it, actually.
0: Let's let's have a quick prediction, Rob. Just just we, no draws. Let's pick a yeah. winner from all those three games on the Sunday, the derby matches. I think it's got to be Chelsea, isn't it? Do we agree on three Chelsea? Three home for
1: wins for me.
0: You're going for three home wins. Three okay, home so wins. if I'm going to go for so, if you want to throw, I'm it. going to throw an away win as being Spurs.
1: You're to be I, I, awesome. Yeah,
0: I think Spurs. Yeah, if there's one, mm. you know, in, in terms of, I mean, yeah. draws are likely in all of them, mm. but but I think Spurs, um, with a little bit of rotation there, can can go in there and win, which would be a, which would be a fantastic result for uh, Pochettino's yeah.
1: men. Great. Uh, well. That's it mate from us, Uh, just remember to all our listeners, rate and review the show when you can and also give us your opinions on what you think. Are we too harsh on Jose or not harsh enough? On Man City, do they get an easy ride because they're top of the table and unbeaten? Liverpool, can they make it through to the Champions League knockout stages and Spurs? I was loving Spurs today, Robbie Musto saying give it a little bit of time. So rate and review the show, let us know, and we'll read out the best responses on our next podcast. So in the week when the two Manchester clubs make it to the knockout stages, although both can play better, the Spurs and Liverpool, there's still work to be done if we're going to make it an English Fab Four in the Champions League draw. We'll be back on the radio at the weekend and then we'll have a final podcast on the Champions League on the week of December 10th. I'm Il, he's Musto, together with the two Robbies. Thanks for listening and bye for now.